Music and fun. Miskin Radio. My first guest tonight is comedian Sam White. Hello, Sam. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm lovely. Um, uh, it's very warm in here, though. It's extraordinarily it's warm. It's very hot. One thing that's freaking me out more than anything is your voice changed so much when you went on the... Uh, the you got a proper radio voice. Ooh. You've been talking normally to me all day. I was like, yeah, bruv, you know what I'm saying? And I went to it on air. I was like, yeah, hello, and welcome to the show. <laughs> I love it. It's yes. The cl- when the clock strikes 12 of the time. Anyway, so let's do this later. Uh, and Lucia, <laughs> as well, the banding session are Lucia Hello Chaps. Um, so there's four of you. Uh, that's Glenn, Jason, Adam, and uh, Duran. 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 I panicked. Um, so, <laughs> Sam, I got that right. Sam. Sam White, our comedian. Um, now, you drove here, but do, do you remember where you parked, essentially? Just about, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think I can see it out of the window, which is always a plus. Not, not been great at the old uh, parking situation, to be honest with you. Had an issue um, a couple of months ago. I went to Darren Brown podcast, um, mm. a Darren Brown show, which was lovely. Had a great time. Left at about eleven o'clock, and I was walking down the road with the missus, and I started get you get I get really sweaty hands when I feel like something's up, and I, I don't know what it is yet. That happened, and I realised that I couldn't find my car. The car gone basically. It wasn't where I parked it. So stolen car, big issue. I was uh, I was scared. Uh, so first thing, obviously, called the police, said my car had been stolen. They went, no worries, sir. We'll get on the phone. We'll have a look around for it. Said, call me back. Really nice police, actually. Um, and I was caught worried because I didn't call a 999 number. Found the 101. Very helpful people. Call them if you've got a, an issue. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, They are good. They're really good. Um, and they said, no, we haven't found it, sir. We'll have a look on CCTV. Nothing on the CCTV, sir. I'm getting a bit worried because it's about midnight now and I still can't find the car and it's very cold. Mm. So eventually called the father-in-law. Oh, dear. And we not we got a frosty relationship at the best of times, but this was a bit... I was, I was like, hey, I'm going to have to do it. it. It's such a... Um, emasculating thing mm. as well mm. and my father-in-law is a lovely guy but if I, I feel like I need to proper be on my toes it's to do with a car as well isn't it so. yeah it's a car issue it's a I've lost your daughter issue I've, I've, I'm not going to get her yeah, that, I, I mean I thought that, that was bigger yeah. but no sure the car was an issue as well um, so yeah eventually um, walked back to the venue and he, he was had work at 5 o'clock in the morning he came out half 1 in the morning to pick us up he got 45 minutes of an hour journey there and I realised that I parked on a parallel street <laughs> So that was um, that was fun for me. What I said though, and he believed, which kind of speaks more to him than it does to me, was that um, I said they'd found the car. The police had called me, found the car in a car park. It had just been abandoned. So if I wanted to, I could just drive it home and no, no harm, no foul. And he believed it. And I felt that was that was silly on him. Uh, I brought this up at our wedding uh, recently and um, in, our, in my speech sort of saying, Graham would do anything for anyone. Uh, he's such a lovely guy. He actually drove out. I, I swear to God, a little bit died of him inside. A little bit died inside, it did. Um, lovely guy, but he hasn't looked at me the same way since. And I, no, yeah. I don't think he's looking forward to uh, like the grandchildren thing. We'll be calling him up later and it will be a fantastic <laughs> thing to do on radio. I think he might be listening, actually, so that's great. Hi, Graham. Sorry, um, sorry about that. At any point as well, like, did you think it had been like a trick by Darren Brown and you hadn't actually not driven there? You'd walked there, but he'd convinced you that you'd had a car. I wish I'd been clever enough to think of that as an excuse. But no, I just blame my own stupidity and uh, and just sweaty hands, basically. But he could tell, like Darren Browns with the one person as well that could tell you about the sweaty hands. Like you could, He'd be the one to tell you, this is what happened. Like you, This is the reason you get sweaty hands when you're scared. We didn't get a one-on-one, unfortunately. Oh. There was it was there was 3,000 people in the audience, but I'm sure next time I, he'll be up for that. I'm definitely, yeah, that'll be fine. Any questions at the end? Everyone has an issue. They can yeah. go, right, this is what I need. Um and so I've, I've, seen, I've seen your stand-up, I love it. And one of the things that I particularly like about it that I probably have never seen before 
you, you have a dancing section time, of your stand-up, which we like to ha- involve into the live session later. Yeah, it's good man. for radio, mate. It's really good um, for radio. That really, really yeah, transfers well. Yeah, I, I've, I've done this before, but <laughs> sometimes I say things that you're like, Kieran, you, you, you just don't do this regularly, do you? Um, you do the hearsay, pure and simple song. Yeah. And what's the other one you do? Uh, so there's hearsay, yeah, as you say. Um, C'est la vie by Bewitched. Guys, in, big influence on the band in today. You'll hear that later. And uh, glad you came by uh, the Wanted. Mm. They're the they're the big tracks. They're the crowd pleasers. And what something weird happened at Reading? At Reading, it well, I, I, um, did it? Celavi, <laughs> Celavi. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So I was doing a gig and. You'll know this as a fellow um, part-time comedian who uh, has got a real job. Um, occasionally, <laughs> you do gigs where they don't want you there. And um, and at least it was one of them gigs. The Tottenham were on, and everyone was uh, kind of watching the football behind us. So the stage was literally in front of the television, so people were sort of looking through uh, through you to watch the football. They weren't happy we were there, basically. <laughs> and there was, two, there was three guys in the pub, and I'd driven quite a fair way. I had to go to work the next day. So the, the end of the song is a strip, lads. We'll do that later. Um, it's a it's a strip ends up with a strip. I end up in bra and knickers. Mm-hmm. Don't want to go into details now. Leave that to your imagination. But yeah, it was it was. Uh, yeah, that was cheers. <laughs> um, what normally happens is I just strip down to bra and knickers, and all, all, everyone has a laugh. Everyone really enjoys it. This guy was not having any of it. Ripped off my pants and uh, and started chasing me around the pub, and I had to hold my. Uh, Penis and testicles oh, in, in my hand, trying to trying to stop myself getting stabbed. Was he a Spurs naked. fan? Like, were you, was he like? Did had they just conceded or something? Literally, like? my performance of getting naked was less embarrassing than the performance Spurs put in that night. Yeah. So, what was the score? Uh, I don't. That was. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just a joke. I can't remember the score. But maybe it's the uh, the huge Spurs fan here. Oh, you, Glenn. Do you remember that? Actually, um, you can't see this on radio, but I'm actually sporting a Tottenham tattoo. Where? So, Whereabouts? There you go. Oh, lovely on your on your shoulder, um, and 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 Sam, if that had had got nasty, I mean, it, you with with you in this chap because you're a kisser, aren't you? Not a fighter. Big kisser. Big. He's a big kisser. Big kisser. They say love and not a fighter. <laughs> I, I don't get to love him much often, so kissing's the the way forward for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a uh, an issue at university once. Went there. That was good. Um, where. I never get into fights, and this is the closest I've ever been to hitting someone. I've never punched anyone in my life, and I'm close to 30 years old. Um, and I'm, as I say, like the dancing. I've always done the dancing. Um, always actions to lyrics. It's my hobby. Really enjoy doing it. So, yeah, I was dancing with um, my girlfriends. That was lovely. And then this guy who just joined the university was a big, sort of had a very big head, very arrogant. Thought he was kind of in... Because I went to a university called Winchester, right? And it was seven girls to every one guy. It was Goodness literally me. heaven on earth. And... <laughs> I come from London where you literally get in a fight for someone from looking at the same girl. So it was lovely atmosphere. Mm. This guy had just come from London and he was being a bit alpha male. And I was dancing with these ladies that he clearly liked and he didn't like it. He wasn't happy with that. So he came and stood right next to me, staring into my ear. It was horrible. Trying to sort of uh, get me into it. Why are you dancing with these girls? Trying to prove that he's the alpha male there. It's a big issue. Guys, I'm sure you've had similar issues yourself being band members with all the groupies and stuff. Um, But yeah, so I was just focusing on the dancing, you know, give the people what they want. Everyone was enjoying it, having a great time, signed some autographs afterwards. Um, And I carried on dancing, but he carried on going and going, looking into my ear. And they were trying to pull this guy away and it wasn't having it. So literally got too much, was about to punch him, grabbed him by both ears and kissed him. The longest passionate kiss I've ever given anyone. It was such a beautiful thing. Got on my knees screaming, I kissed this person. I don't want to say his name. I kissed this person. He was 
furious, started throwing punch, like literally kicking, screaming, I don't want to kiss him. I kissed him already, it was too late. Um, and eventually got dragged out by the bouncers. So I just want to say that, yeah, you don't have to punch people. Kissing works as well. There you go. That there you solve problems. Pacifist. Pick kissifist. So this is uh, Comedian Sam Wyatt and then uh, the band Lucia, uh, their four chaps on Medway. We're going to have two live songs from them as well. We're going to hear about uh, some music videos as well. They've got coming out here live on Miskin Radio. That is Get Inuit uh, there from Sittenborn and it's Bar Bitcherettes. Uh, so the guests tonight, we've got Comedian Sam White and then the Lucia and they are Glenn, Jason, Duran and Adam. Your name comes from, right, I've got an ancient Greek farming festival. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can you, yeah. what? <laughs> I know, it sounds a bit nerdy, but it was while I was at uni, I was just researching a few bits here and there. Bit of uh, ancient Greek. And it was just one to do with farming. They told secrets about farming and stuff like that. So we, did a you, a strange one. Were you searching Greek farming festival <laughs> and then That's this exactly is the one you came up with <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. were there I others just... were there others that you could have had that were Greek farming festivals I don't know if there was any other farming ones <laughs> I should add a look into that to be fair could have come up with a much better name out of that <laughs> too late we're stuck with it now but you know I just took um, took a word out of it made it our own so it doesn't actually have its own meaning hmm. so it just, uh, just pretty much just means us is it annoying if people pronounce it wrong though Oh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody, everybody pronounces wrong, but I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you've got, you've got sort of, you're aiming for three singles soon coming out uh, with a music video for each of them. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's going really well. Like, we're working with pretty much all our best mates in our, like, social circles. So it's mm. really cool just to, like, hang out, mm. get some ideas flowing, and just work together. It's really cool. You can... And afterwards, you just go to the pub and, you know what I mean, just like... Just chill just out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. funny enough, the, uh, the, the three singles that we... Well, two of the singles that we uh, put together are actually uh, produced and recorded by uh, James from Get Inuit. Oh, lovely. He does loads, doesn't yeah. he? He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah we were down there for mm. two days straight just uh, recording. It was awesome. Yeah, good lad. Um, <laughs> and with the music videos, like, Glenn, as a, as a lead singer, will you... Because I... Will you mind when you do the music videos? How, like, because you have to... The mu you well, listen to the music as you do it, but isn't that really it's weird? It's funny you say that. W w our first music video that we did for Deep Blue Sea, which is the only one we've got out at the moment, um, we actually did a live gig uh, for that one. So we actually performed the track live um, and actually sung it in, in general. Um, for like some of the music videos that we've got planned coming up, um, they're sort of narrative music videos, so we don't actually have to mime any of the tracks or anything. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of the... One, well, the previous one that we've done before, we actually performed it live, so I didn't have to mime. Yeah. But, so I haven't come across that yet. But would you, like, is yeah. that something that's a bit weird? Would you be happy to do it? No, it'd be, it would be, yeah, it'd be quite interesting to do, actually, because a lot of the time, <laughs> a lot of my expressions when I'm singing live come from the actual amount of power I'm putting yeah, in the voice yeah. or whatever, so... So you've got um, to fake it, haven't you? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also like so top of the pops or something, isn't it? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> Call back. <laughs> um, cool, okay, well, let's do uh, the first live song. Um, so, sure. uh, Glenn, if you introduce it. Yeah, so this is actually a, what we like to call a hidden track. It's not really, if you just, <laughs> if you just wait around to the end of our EP, <laughs> which is um, Waves in the Clouds, this is the song at the end of Dance. We haven't actually got a name for it, but we thought it would be quite cool. Just so, really yeah, it? yeah, it's just a reprise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready? <laughs> 
It's Elucia, and it's a reprise of Dancing to the Night, sort of an unofficial secret song. <laughs> um, that's lovely. And then they're going to do uh, the second last song in around about 10 minutes' time, and that's Deep Blue Sea. We're going to Facebook Live that as well, so you can watch it as well as listen to it. Uh, but right now, it's time for our world exclusive of Pedestrian Zero's a new record. It's a singer-songwriter called Toby Hawkins, and this is the first time it's been played ever on Earth. That is Village on a Hill, which is a world exclusive. Uh, we've never played that before. No one's ever played it before. Um, but that was the first time it's been played on the radio. It's called Village on a Hill. It's by Pedestrian Zero. Um, he's a singer-songwriter from, from New Ash Green, Toby Hawkins. Uh, and the, the vocal, he doesn't actually feature the vocals. Um, so it's his, he's produced and written it. But the vocals are Hannah Goslett and Carnaby Bennett. Carnaby Bennett is sort of a, a spoken word sort of rap artist. We've played his, his music uh, before and we, you heard him in that. Um, so uh, we've still got Alucia and, of course, Sam White in the studio with us. We're going to be hearing more from them. We've got the second live song as well uh, coming up in around about five minutes after this on Miskin Radio. So uh, it's time now for our second live song. Uh, so I'll let you chaps introduce it. If you want to uh, watch it as well as listen to it, just go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page. That's M-I-S-K-I-N, and you'll be able to see them as well as listen. So, Glenn, fire yeah. away. Uh, sure, this is called uh, Deep Blue Sea. Um, we've actually got a music video for this, so you can check that out on YouTube um, and our Facebook as well. So, yeah, this is called Deep Blue Sea.
Some distant far flight It's go 
deep blue sea. That is a Lucia in a live session. That's Glenn, Jason, uh, Duran, and Adam. Now, I, I, I had a problem because I heard a shaker, and I didn't know where the shaker was coming from. And there's a bass, there's a cajon, there's a guitar, there's a vocals, and there's no shaker. And then I looked at Adam's foot, and he's oh, got a shaker that? on his foot. Cheeky, isn't it? That, that's yeah, a, a cheeky little tambourine. Lovely little tambourine. It's, it's wrapped around your foot. It took me forever. I thought like one of the production team were doing it. I thought Sam might be doing it. Uh, but that was lovely. so awkward. I've never had to use it before. Have you not? So tapping away with your left foot while playing yeah. a cajon. Very impressive. <laughs> uh, but that was, yeah, that was uh, deeply. So we're going to be hearing more again from them in a little bit and as well from our comedian Sam White. Uh, but we're going to play a track now uh, from Zoe West and the Hanging Baskets. Potentially the best band name there is. That is Zoe West and the Hanging Baskets. Uh, and that was Unfinished Lists. Uh, they are coming in live session in about sort of four months' time. So look forward to that. In in session, we had Alusia and we have the comedian Sam White. And it is time for the lovely part of the show, Worst Jobby Wobby. Worst Jobby Wobby, Worst Jobby Wobby, Worst, Worst, Worst. Worst Jobby Wobby, Worst Jobby Wobby, Worst. So comedian Sam White, uh, a lot of actors, comedians, uh, musicians, we come on this show and they've all done fantastically strange, peculiar jobs in order to, you know, in order to be able to continue doing their art at night. What is your worst jobby wobby? So I worked in telesales for a, a, an amazing month, great month of my life. I actually went from an estate agent. And I thought, who who's loved more than the estate agent? Yeah, it's the people who call you up while you're eating dinner. That's they're the people to go for. So I went there and um, I was selling uh, advertising space for a pharmaceutical magazine. Uh, and that daily basis was just calling up people. We had a power hour in the morning where you had to stand up and call. And then at 10 o'clock, you got to sit down. And then at 5 o'clock, you, you had to stand up again till 6 o'clock. And it was just calls all the time. Call, 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 call. And if you got through to someone, I was actually selling very interesting stuff. I was talking mainly about um, how many capsules they were getting into their blister packs. That was a big Ooh. thing at the time. Big topics, big topics. Um, and at the, end of the, at the end of the week, if you hadn't sold something, uh, the guy would come around... Um, if you had sold something, you went into a, a game where you got to throw a dart at a board and whatever number you got, you got that money in cash. Twice. <laughs> on two weeks, someone got a pound. It was great. Um, <laughs> I, I never got that, though. Never sold a thing. And every week I would get caught. The guy would come around, point in your face and say, you sold anything? No, you're a the worst word. Mm. Replace the worst mm. word with the worst word. And that, and then I repeated that. And I got I got sacked. I didn't even realise you could quit jobs at this point. So I got sacked. <laughs> for not anything. And I went to an interview and I repeated that. The, the worst word when I was talking about the worst job I'd had and I got pulled into recruitment uh, my recruitment officer who said why on earth would you say that I said well that's what he said and he went it doesn't matter you can't say that word in an interview yeah. Yeah, we've got that one now so it literally um, messed, screwed me over twice but so the, was... the standing up thing oh big time power big time. power hour power hour so everyone stood up yep you had to stand up for an hour if you sat down yeah. at 8.59 you would then have to stand up for another half hour it was it was I loved it it was great it was a really good time in my life but I genuinely I and that's never... so I got to stand up sorry I couldn't resist that <laughs> you should do something because they're very funny um, but yeah I still didn't realise that you could quit jobs without having another job I wasn't confident enough to just give yeah. him my notice so I just stayed and hated it cried wow. cried on Sunday nights the gateway to your community Miskin Radio hello Kieran here thank you for downloading if you get your podcast on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. 
And also on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search the Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye-bye.